What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Police Off the Cuff After Hours. I'm your host. My name is Mark DeMeo. I have a very exciting episode for you tonight. I'm, uh, I can't wait for you to see it. Um, I'm going to invite my guest on. He showed up uh, actually perfectly on time. Uh, so let's get him on. Hey, what's up, Ray? Hey, what's going on, buddy? How are you, sir? Thank God you sound good. And uh, I see that you're sitting in front of all... Is that is that the room you grew up in? Uh, yeah, those are my toys. I, no, <laughs> no. But uh, all my... I mean... All my stuff. I'm back in Ohio, so it's all my oh, like, okay. the toys. Yeah, I was gonna say that that that'll get you laid real quick. That and a and a, and a what what kind of uh, a light beer is that? A, a Miller Light. Miller Light. Yeah, <laughs> I love this guy. I love this guy. What's up, brother? Uh, nothing, man. Just and hanging. You, you know, you got the baseball hat on too. That's good because Some um, expos. Yeah, baseball's back, man. The lockout is over. Did you yeah, hear that? Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. Um, yeah, I heard they ended it uh, today. Which I, I I don't know I it there's a lot of uh ins and outs like I know the fact that like it's not a level playing field like uh, the small market teams want to do that thing where they hold on to the dudes for like eight years before they can like sign a free agent contract so I listen I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of little things in there yeah. I don't care I need my baseball it's my soap opera for the summer well dude you're the Mets fan so you're gonna be you're gonna be fine because you're always yeah this gonna, year we'll be fine but I'm you're always, always spend about money. It. Yeah, you Let guys say, are, the Indians don't spend money, so we're always going to have that against us. Yeah, but you got that movie, though. Look at that, though. I, I lived in Astoria for 15 years. I got my Willie Randolph Mets bobblehead. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it goes. When I bought an yeah. air conditioner at PC and Richards. Let me tell you something. If you bring a woman to that room, <laughs> for, on, on a, a, the, like when you, you know, you're just getting to know her and she's still with you, she really loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've yeah, had yeah. I've had women. Most back. women would run. Yeah, I, I, I've had had women back, and they see the toys. Like, I thought you don't have any kids. They're like, no, no, those are mine. Those are. <laughs> All right, let me give a shout out to the people that are already in the chat. They got here early tonight. Hello, Milwaukee civi uh, civilian. I'm gonna get a double dose shot of POC, uh, police off the cuff tonight because um, Bill has his own show after this. Uh, he's got something with the uh, the mafia cops. Oh wow! And um, Nikki Bell is in the house. Hi, Nikki. Angel's not here tonight. Angel, uh, Angel, and I do the show on Monday nights. On Thursday nights, I'll probably be doing it alone at some point, and um, but or having comedian friends of mine. I'll explain what a, a funny story in, in a couple of seconds. Let me just get through this. Milwaukee civilian, be funny, Mark. I'll be watching. I'll be trying my best, Milwaukee civilian. Ruth Ann Griffin. Hi, Mark. Hi. I like the emojis there. Hey, Little Mermaid, how are you? It's good to see you. Raquel Apronza, wouldn't be a, wouldn't be a show without you. Kathy Bates, Ruth Ann Giffen, let's see you. Anybody else? Gina G. Dawn Marie, hi, Dawn Marie. Hi, Gina G. What's up, Peter? How are you? Okay, so um, last last time we recorded, um, I record on Monday and Thursday nights, right? So uh, today's Thursday. On Monday night, after I closed the show, I told everybody, our guest this Thursday uh, is on the Greg Gunfeld show. He's a hysterical comedian. And um, <laughs> his name is Joe DeVito, and you're going to love him. So during the week, I began what I, I normally do, which is um, re reconnecting with my, my future guest. There's the initial reach out, some communication, um, which went fine smoothly the first time I reached out to Joe. And then I reached out to Joe again, and it even went even better. 
It's not, and it, which did raise my suspicion. I'm a detective after all, or I was. This is going a little too smooth for somebody who is uh, regularly works on the Gutfeld, uh, Greg Gutfeld show, uh, show on um, Fox. He's a writer on the show. Maybe, uh, I don't know if he's one of the writers or the head writer, but he sounds a little too available. No, he, uh, Mackie's the head writer. Okay. So um, I made up the flyer. Luckily, I did that two days before, and I send it to the person named Joe DeVito in my phone. And Ray responds. <laughs> this is Joe, by the way. That's Joe. That's Joe DeVito. He's a very handsome man. Yeah, but he's not as handsome as you, Ray. So Ray Ray responds. Oh, that's a beautiful flyer. But um, you've been communicating with Ray this whole time. <laughs> so what happened was, obviously, I had uh, Ray as, as Joe uh, Joe's phone number under Ray in my phone. Um, and I, I don't know how that happened. I've known both of you for many, many years. And um, it was just a complete mess up. I actually had your name, that, your, your number there too, but I was communicating. No, I had Joe's number in your underneath yours, but I was communicating with you the whole time. Yeah. So now this leaves me the day before I'm supposed to record, like freaking out. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Um, you know, so I reached out to to joe joe's gonna be in florida on thursday so um tonight so and ray was like so you don't want me anymore <laughs> and no, i felt i, like, felt, I, no, felt so I, I left it open mind i said i go i go i know you wanted him but uh if, if you want me let me know if not no worries i wasn't upset. no the only listen the only the only it, it doesn't really matter the only thing is this is like a police kind of sort of oriented show um you know, we we it's all subject matter and since I was on Red Eye once. Okay. Gutfield was on it. Uh well, the only reason why is because uh, you know, since he's on Fox and he's he's kind of in tune not only with what's going on around the world, but you know, he knows about you have to know about all things going on when you're writing for a show like that, especially about crime too. They cover a lot of that stuff on Fox. So um, I was like, no, Ray, you don't understand. I, I, and then I started freaking out. But then after a little while, I was like, I, I recalled this one time I was, uh, I had my own show at Caroline's. It was called Mark the Male's One Man Show. I used to have all females on there. All female. I had every, you name it, Sarah Silverman, Laurie Kilmartin, Jessica Kirsten, all the best female comics we used to have. And I used to host it. It was all female and just me. So it was called Mark the Male's One Man Show. And uh, Tom Papa came in, and he wanted to do a guest spot. And they were like, talk to that guy. He's the producer. Me. And I was like, ah, this is all females on the show here. I don't think it's – I didn't. I was new. I was a new comic. I didn't really know Tom that well. And, and that was a big mistake. I, I regretted doing that. And I said, you know what, That who gives a shit about format? Let's just have fun. So that's <laughs> – I called you back, and I said, if you would do me the honor – so we still do this, and you agreed to it. So uh, I, I'm I'm happy that you you joined me tonight. I, I know my audience is going to appreciate you too. Um, and since why don't we just start off with a little something so you can get to know Ray a little bit? And uh, I, I got something for you over here. Wait a minute, what, what did I just do? Here? We're going to share share screen. Okay, watch this. Hold on to your seats, folks. 
Oh, that's not it. I'm mad that's online. Uh, anyways, I was in uh, Cleveland this past summer with my dad. What happened? He's four, and uh, I took him to the swimming pool, and we play a little game, my dad, you and I. The game we play is I swim up underneath him, I pick him up, and I throw It is more my game, but he's cool with it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, way too crowded at the pool, way too crowded to be doing this, and I ended up throwing the wrong kid. <laughs> yeah, that is a true story. Yeah, I don't know if any of you have ever thrown a child that you don't know. <laughs> Probably not. No, maybe you. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> but here's what happens when you do do it. You feel like such a horrible person. You feel the most shame. And the only reason why I knew the kid I tossed wasn't my nephew. It's because he was smaller, so he just went farther than I anticipated. That little dude almost hit a ladder. He was fine. The kid was safe. The kid was safe. And I'm adult enough to realize that uh, I should go home. <laughs> my day is over here. I should go before I turn into Lenny from Mice and Men. There's no rabbits there, so you're reliving this with me. The kid was okay. The kid was all right. And uh, so I went, I went back to my sister's place, and I get back there, and she's just standing on the porch, like pacing. And she goes, oh, my God, were you at the swimming pool? I go, yeah. She goes, while you were there, did you see anything weird? <laughs> like, well, no, no. What are you talking about? She goes, my friend Carol called, said some lunatic showed up and started throwing kids around. <laughs> I know I saw that dude. It's cool. I'm talking. Dude, I didn't even put that up. So whoever that was at, remember the place one in one? It's on First Avenue and First Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. mad that they put that up. I didn't tell anyone to put that up. All right. Well, it's a good, it's a funny story. Uh, yeah. So it but all I mean, works out. That upsets me because I didn't ask them to put that up. That was an open mic. That wasn't a real comedy show. And well, they just put was, that clip up. I'm like, what do you I, you know, I have a lot of those too that I'm not I'm not I'm not proud. You know, I, I believe me. Listen, there's nothing you can do. You want to get up in front of a room full of strangers, there's a good chance that somebody might tape it. So that being said, now we got to get to the good stuff, the crime stories. You All guys right, ready? Well, we had a couple of horrible um, things happen. And um, this this poor girl, I'm going to introduce you to her right here. Um, her name is, uh, is it two pages with. All right, well, already the headline is very depressing. Oh yeah, her name is her name. Yeah, her name is Mikey Ort, and she's a Massachusetts girl. She went abroad studying in the Netherlands, and she um, apparently went on a Tinder date over there. They have Tinder, I guess, all over the world. It's just not an American thing. And uh, whatever happened, they dated a couple of times, and then she wind up going back with her ex boyfriend, I guess, ghosting this guy, and he was very very upset and he decided that he was going to put a gps tracking thing on her bike and um he found out where she was through that gps tracking thing and, and he killed her um i mean i kind of don't want to know because i don't want to know like but how would you even do that what's a gps tracking device Is well we're like, going to go into that right now i'm going to i'm going to break it down for you um there's a lot of them 
here's a couple of them. And first of all, um, Apple is probably the one that we know the most, the, like tags. So, for example, right. if you lose or you have a habit of losing something, your keys, your wallet, you can put a tag in there and find it um, through your phone. I, I do that when I leave my phone somewhere. I go on my laptop. And it has a GPS thing. It tells me where exactly. my phone is. It's the same like, exact mostly, technology. it's me leaving it in my car or something. This is but one of yeah. the. This is what a tag looks like right here. Okay, that tag you'll put it on the back of your wallet or in your wallet. You put it anywhere, and um, you know, it'll help you find your stuff. People are using other methods though, because one thing about the Apple one is you have to be around uh it relies on bluetooth so you have to be kind of sort of around apple stuff you know what i'm saying or a bunch of if you're tracking a person there has to be you can't be in a remote area with no other apple devices because it's kind of sort of pinging off of it if you really want to find somebody these are the types to use right here that's i, I, I hope no creeps are watching this we're no 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 well going we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna go <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go go into it further this is the spy tech one this is up here and the reason why I mentioned that is because this is becoming commonplace. This poor girl also was murdered last year. Her name is Abigail Saldana. She was murdered. She was 22 years old. She worked at Rick's Cabaret in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. She was a dancer there. And uh, she was killed by a 54-year-old man who was obsessed with her, a uh, regular at the club named Stanley Zaliga. Um, he used one of these devices you see the one on top there yeah, yeah. and I'll, and i'll show you she made a video prior to her death uh she knew something was up she knew this guy was following her because she found this on her car this is an instagram video but this was literally on my car like this this is why you have to be careful. I don't really know what to do moving forward with this. But this definitely looks like a tracker to me. All right. So this is so crazy, you guys. So crazy. Like, who would do this? All right. First of all, take that to the cops. Do not. That's not an Instagram video. Like, hey, TikTok. Look at this. I'm being stalked. Mm-hmm. Go to the police. Yeah, I'm not sure whether she um, she did go to the police after with this information. Either way, she was still working. She was still going in the club. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Hold on one second. One second. All right. Let's go back over here. All right. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if she went to the police um, after she found this. I, I'm guessing she did, but... Either way, she still went back to work, and he wind up he wind up following her uh, through that GPS tracker right now. Now, see that one is really good, and I'll tell you why that one's really good because that one works off the satellites. Okay, so you're getting instant updates using that one, and it's not that expensive. If you look, one is twenty nine ninety nine, the other one was fifty two ninety nine. They're not really really expensive to get at all, and um, you know, these now, what would somebody normally buy that for? I mean, I know this dude bought it, but like, let's say a regular civilian. Like, wh why would I want that? Just to maybe if I had a kid, I just want to know where my kid is. So I'm like, hey, keep this in your backpack at all time or 
we're putting. I mean, if you if you, if you have um, I mean, if you have a vehicle that you really like, something that's high, you know, a, a high end vehicle. That's what. What was that thing called that they used to put in the vehicle? Hey, uh, Scott Wagner. Hi, hey, Scott Wagner. Hey, Bill Ryan. Bill Ryan, do you use these GPS things? Because if you're if you're a private eye. You know, you don't even because you have to get up early in the morning to be a private eye. You got to go to that person's location before you know they're going to leave. You got if you're going to follow them all day, take pictures, whatever. Now you put you put that tracking device on somebody's car that you, you're supposed to be low jack. That's what it was. It was called low jack. These are basically like low jack systems. Now, where now, would you put it uh, in the car, like underneath the Well, carriage? you saw where she found it, right? She Anywhere, anywhere that it's not going to fall off. It's got those two two huge magnets on it. So now if you're a criminal and you think you have someone following you, wouldn't you like check your car? There are ways. Like she to check. apparently, yeah, she apparently found it. There are ways to check your car. Now, um, there's something called, um, I have it right here. It's made by Apple and it's, but it only works to, to see if Apple devices are following you. So where is it? Uh, yeah, I know that about Apple. Apple only tracks like Apple products. Like, um, find my iPhone is only on the MacBook Pro. Like, it's all like Mac related. AirTag is designed to discourage unwanted tracking. If someone else's AirTag finds its way into your stuff, your iPhone will note notice it's traveling with you and send you an alert. Ah, see, that's good. You I see, wouldn't know if I'm being tracked. I have nothing to be tracked. Well, for. that's another. That's that's a whole other business. Uh, Think about it. You come up with the magic wand. You just, someone's anywhere. like, "What do you want? Star Wars toys? What are you? What are you yeah, tracking yeah. him for?" <laughs> well, the, I'll be honest with you, man. If I was when I was working as a detective, if there was uh, you were a suspicious character and possibly stalking a girl, and I walked into your room and I saw those toys up there, I'd look at my partner and go, "We got him. We oh, got him." Oh, really? Get <laughs> <laughs> dressed, pal. You're coming with us. Oh, really? I, I would assume that that would be like, "Nah, this dude's not." Scott Wagner in capital letters, by the way. Why the capital letters? Are you angry, Scott? For every device, well, I'm going to read it because you wrote it in capital letters the way you wrote it. For every device, there's another another device to defeat it. <laughs> I don't know why it's all caps, but anytime somebody writes in all caps, I always feel like I have to Just, answer that like way. Like they're uh, screaming. Yeah, but there is a want. There's 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 stuff to defeat it, like Scott said. Um, but the the one that works the best is the one that I showed you at the top over here because that one works off a satellite. There's no real way to get away from this thing right here. That one because the other one, the other ones by Apple. Um, they they I, work I like how Bluetooth. it says it says for loved ones. Like yeah, they you might not love them back, but they, I love her, so I got to follow her. I need to know where she's at at all times. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I love her, but <laughs> for she, the love... she doesn't love you, but I love her. You don't understand. This is out of love. For the girl that you love that doesn't love you back. The interesting thing is this this girl right here, the guy who murdered her, what's his name? Thomas R. That's all they put there. Thomas she looks R. Young. Yeah, she, she looks... is. Well, she's studying abroad. She's yeah, studying she in college. Like 18 or something like her life. He was hasn't Dutch. Fun yet. He was Dutch. Just like um Remember that guy, Joran Vandersloot? Oh, yeah, yeah, Vandersloot. Remember Patrice O'Neill's joke? Oh, uh, yeah, that girl went yeah, missing. The black yeah, girl, what's her name again? <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that guy, Joran Vandersloot, was Dutch, too. What's up with the Dutch men? 
yeah. Natalie Holloway. He's like, oh, we all got to find Natalie. And then it's like, yeah. hey, remember that black girl went missing? Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah what was her name? Exactly. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knew. Like, that's how you know, like, how long it takes people to look for you when you go missing. <laughs> that's that's where you the... know. If you're a white girl, they're going to spend months. Yep. If you... This is the piece of shit that killed um, um, Abigail Saldana. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, I saw him on the Ozarks. Yeah, he looks like one. He looks looks like like one of those guys, right? Yeah, like he'd be hanging out. He's one of the Snells or the Lagamores. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's the deal with those. Uh, It's it's interesting because, you know, it's uh, there was an episode of Black Mirror. Did you see that one where the parents could put the uh, the thing um, in a kid's in the head and then try watch everywhere they go through their eyes? And it's just you know what? I don't have any kids, but. I don't know. I think I'd want to know where my kid is at all time. You, you know what I mean? You just kind of want to. Yeah. Well, like, this, like if I this, was a parent, I I just it, it, you know. in the show Black Mirror, it was supposed to be up to a certain age that you would use it for, you know, just to track your young child. And then once they get to a certain age, you're supposed to it comes with a little laptop and you'd log on and then a parent could see. So the mother hides it upstairs. Because the daughter's of, you know, she's getting older now. She's dating. And then one day the right. daughter doesn't come home. So she fishes through all her stuff and gets the thing out, puts it in, and starts watching her daughter again. And uh, now it's weird because her daughter's like 16, 17 years old. Yeah, then and that's, that's a little, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Black Mirror is a great show. I don't want to see my kid masturbating. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, comes yeah. like I don't want to know. I don't know yeah. what's on that laptop. Just... Grandma's the only one that's allowed to walk in on that, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it behooves you if if you feel like you have somebody that's, um, you know, somebody that's that just won't get away from you or, or, or constantly contacting you, even though you don't want them to stop. Obviously, like you mentioned earlier, Ray, you should go to the police, um, inform the get a get a report. Stalking's a big thing right now, and if they're really harassing you, obviously you get a, a, a order of protection against that person. But there are devices like we talked about that can you go through the room with them, and it it'll help you. It'll tell you if there's something tracking you, a, a sensor that's tracking you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you get that? Um, how do you get oh, that thing? The, well, they won't tell husbands, but only wives get to find that out. <laughs> oh, <then> you... <laughs> yeah, because you know, techno- modern technology wise up screwing up men constantly, man. Between the, the internet first coming on, and then the cell phone, and now the, with these tracking devices. Well, here's here's an interesting article. If you want to learn more about this kind of stuff, check out this article. This is this is how I really got informed about it. It's a New York Times article. It's called. Um, I used Apple AirTag tiles and a GPS tracker to watch my husband's every move. Now, this is a really good writer. I wish I, I didn't cut it off on the bottom just to give her credit. But her husband was aware that he was being tracked. And um, it's interesting because she goes into great detail about the different type of tracking devices that there are, how some work off of um, uh, satellites, like the one I showed you, like the one Abigail was using, and how some work off of Bluetooth and which ones are better and um, it's it's really really interesting this type of technology but it also you put it in the wrong hands and it's it's it could we we just saw two cases where it can go horribly wrong let's see yeah that's um 
Yeah, and I tell you what though, man, GPS is like run right on point. Like it's in your phone, and like I'm driving, it knows every little inch where you're at. Like it knows yeah. when I'm 50 feet away from the turn that you gotta. Mm-hmm. Like they really nailed the GPS track. So the fact that there's like some in-depth tracking like doesn't surprise me. It seems like it'd be pretty easy to do because it's like in my I it's just one of like 500 things that are inside this phone, or you, you know. Like all the cameras that are in it, there's a GPS uh-huh. in there. Like it, it's insane. All the things that are inside a phone these days. Maria Green, she says, feel too young for this chat tonight. I don't know. What, what, yeah, I don't what know what that means. Yeah, are we talking about? <laughs> I have toys. What are you talking about? I have toys. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're I just have covered, toys. As long just, as you're over the age, ages four and up, it's it's, it's actually we just covered two stories about young women, and and basically yeah. I'm, I'm giving a shout out to be careful out there. Yeah, if you have somebody stalking you, um, you know, look through your stuff, see if you have a tag in there somewhere because you can hide those tags in clothings. What was your that? Clothing, what? In, what was that Michael Jackson song? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah, you should. But I got no privacy. There you Uh-oh. go. The lady in the tramp. My dad always stalks me by text. By te- text asking, "Where was the last time you got an oil change on your fo- on your car?" <laughs> That's funny. I got him back. I got an oil change. Then called him ten times just to say I got an oil change. Yeah, oil changes. Dads were always looking out. You know why? Because um, young people have a habit of not knowing they have to change their oil and blowing out an engine that's how all right so uh what else do we got for you we got well, we got more. rachel and xl saying they love the toys so all right there you go guys all right mermaid and rachel oh you could see them too okay that's cool. yeah yeah this all isn't right. my first rodeo mark de mayo okay you've been all on right. my podcast Jeez. little mermaid says i changed my oil i changed my own oil you do Wow, oh, that's yeah. impressive. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. That's messy. <laughs> I, I gotta. Get, I gotta get an oil change. Um, yeah, they're only like. I go to the the five stop oil thing. It's only like thirty five bucks. Uh-huh. If you live in Queens, that was great. That twenty first Street, that uh twenty four hour loop place. Could you get that like intense car wash for free with it? That super wash. Really. Yeah, yeah. We gotta talk more about that. It's I want to know about that. Yeah, I haven't washed hours. my car in a year. It looks it's my favorite uh, thing. It's like fifty bucks, but they wash your car and they detail the inside. People think I'm homeless when 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 they jump in my car. They're like, "What the hell happened?" And nobody's 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 stealing this car. <laughs> 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 it smells like somebody jumped in my car and smoked pot overnight. And before I get in in my car the whole day. Okay, so uh, what are we? What, what stories are we going to do now? Let's see what else we got. Uh, did we cover this one? Oh, this one's an interesting one. I will watch this. This is so. St- uh, here we go. This one requires a video. Watch this. This is in the Bronx, by the way. The Bronx is really getting back to the way it used to be. Oh, that's not good. The Bronx is scary. I worked there for years. It is. Yeah, this is really getting. Uh. This is this is a robbery of um, a fast food store, a deli. Shows two suspects arrive on video this morning of an armed robbery in Inwood. Surveillance video shows two suspects arrive on what appears to be a blue motorcycle. Police say they robbed someone of their necklace at gunpoint inside John's Fried Chicken on West 207th Street Sunday night. They both left on that blue motorcycle. Police say no one was hurt so far, no arrests. Well, you know what's funny about that? Everything. The fact that they had no. Well, plan. first of all, it was a nice deli, though, by the yeah. way. 
Like, they had no plan. Like, that looked like one of the nicer delis in the Bronx. <laughs> I've been to delis in the Bronx. Huh? That hold was, on, I, hold I on, thought there was like on, four of them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fucking shit. Damn it. I'm screwing up tonight. Um, what were you saying? Go back. Oh, me? Oh, I was saying that's one of the nicer delis in the Bronx. I've been to delis in the Bronx. They're not that nice. Some of them are not that nice. That was no plan. The- no plan at all. Looks very, very nervous. And the funny thing is, is like, you know, he's covered up from head to toe. That's the one really bad thing about these masks that we're never going to get rid of because people are still going to be wearing masks. And I'll tell you who's definitely going to be wearing masks. People who do robberies. They're not. So this guy, just when you think we're never going to catch these guys, <laughs> he takes his mask. He looks right off. in the camera. The camera takes his mask off. There's no way we can catch it's these like guys. It's like a Chappelle sketch. It's me, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, look look- at that. <laughs> Remember who did this to you? <laughs> if anybody in the chat knows uh, this guy, please call Crime Stoppers. Hey, how stupid is that guy? He looked right in the camera. Yeah, yeah. You would have never caught those two guys. I don't think so, because you, you didn't see the plate. He looked right you know, to caught his mask. Right, right to the him. camera and go, hey. Her, just in case you were looking, you want to know who's doing this to you. Let's see. Uh, but that so, was uh, one of the nicer delis because, like, uh, but they said it's Inwood. Inwood's a little nicer than the Bronx to to really yeah. uh, call. Like, if once you get past y- Yankee Stadium, anywhere in Jerome is not nice. They they'll literally like just double park in the street. Don't honk at them. Just, 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 just be cool. Just wait it out. You're not going to win. Don't get anybody upset on Jerome Avenue in the Bronx. Just, just, just deal Bronx. with it. Well, here's another Bronx one. This, this is, this is even crazier, man. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Um, well, first of all, we got to go back. This is where we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. This one's this one's bad. I don't know what happened. Why, why isn't it playing? This morning, the NYPD trying to identify the two suspects wanted for robbing a mother and her three-year-old son at gunpoint in the Bronx. It happened Wednesday morning in the lobby of an apartment building near Sedgwick Avenue and West Kingsbridge Road. Police say the robbers first pointed the gun at the 35-year-old woman's stomach and then at the boy's head. They stole the woman's keys, iPhone, and a wallet with $1,500 in cash. They then drove off in her Range Rover. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. You know what? He must have knew something because who has $1,500 in their purse? They had to know that. See, I'm going to be a detective now, Mark. They obviously knew something. There's not a lot of people just walk around $1,500 in cash at all times. Well, she has a Range Rover. Um, Like you said, they probably know something. It's probably business related. Because, look, he's bringing her car seat back. Did you see? He took the baby seat out of the car, and he's probably putting it. they, They met her in the lobby of her building. That's the one thing that that uh, didn't come through there. They met her in the lobby. They had her, uh, took her keys, her wallet, all that stuff there. Then they went to her car. So they knew which car was hers. Okay. And she's got a Range Rover. Um, so they, they they took the baby seat out. We're not going to need this. <laughs> <laughs> you hold on to the baby. We need it's more hard. room. It's just hard. Carl's horrible. getting in the car, too. We need to make room for Carl. <laughs> Once again, if... Um, 
Milwaukee civilian you, being nice you, to you, Mark. Shout you, out to Milwaukee civilian. If you recognize either one of these two guys, the first guy, especially you know, the first guy looks a lot like like this guy. This guy is just the lighting. And this guy could be the same guy. He's busy, this guy. Oh, he just had he had a really busy Tuesday. He was yeah. at a, a deli on New York City mother. Yeah. So if you recognize these notified crime um crime stoppers, please. It's a, it's so scary, man. You know, I live in the Bronx, so I live in a decent area, but I'm high Milwaukee civilian. Thank you so much for the 1999 super chat. Mark, I'm sick of your screw ups, but I hope you guys get over 25,000 subscribers this week. Thank you so much, Milwaukee civilian. Um, you know, it's funny. It's like, you know, you, when you're using StreamYard, you're basically doing all this on your own. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Yeah, yeah. The, and we, it's not like uh, an engineer is with me and I'm like yelling at him the way Joe Rogan does. You know, this is this is all me, folks. So some stuff, some stunts are easier to pull off than others. And uh, so those are the two stories in the Bronx. Um, and we talked about those GPS trackers. Here's another device that could come in very, very handy for homeowners. A lot of people have these already. I'm not sure if you have one over there because, you know, God forbid somebody breaks in there and takes the toys. We don't. We would hate that to happen. But listen, look at what happens to this girl. Wait a minute, that's not it. This is it. I got to give some loves to the uh, Bronx. They got the best hat store in the world. Hat Hats Unlimited. All right, we'll get to that. Imagine you're at work and this pops up on your phone. It's a live video feed of an intruder lurking inside your apartment, trying to yank the flat screen TV off the wall. <laughs> Grabbing things from all over and tossing them into your own laundry bag. You took a bottle of liquor. My reaction was disbelief. I I just felt my heart pounding. Stephanie George was at her office in Austin, Texas, when she got the alert on her phone. I saw him mess with the TV, and then that's when I said, hello. Hello. Incredibly, the suspect didn't bolt out of there. He pauses, looks for the camera then has the nerve to continue looking around for valuables. There he is with the laundry basket filled with Stephanie's laptop, jewelry, and other belongings. I'm glad I said something, even though it was just hello, because that kind of got him on, like, okay, I need to get out of here quickly. She called 911. It must be terribly frightening to think that you live alone and that you could have been home at this, this right. point. So I didn't even have two hours left of work and I would have been home. And if I didn't have a camera, I would have been. How interesting is that? Yeah, that's, um, I mean, you, you're a detective, but I mean, you're a police officer for uh, many years, but I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I'd want to be home when someone's robbing me. Because what if they have a gun? And I'm like, I don't have a gun. So I'm like, hey. Yeah, obviously, I wouldn't wouldn't want to be home either. Uh, But that's a big thing now. These these home security cameras, they not not only the the ones inside, but the one outside as well, covering your your ground. And you could, you know, there's so many of these videos are on on the Internet right now. But this 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 guy, did you see that he took the bottle of Maker's Mark? (laughs) <laughs> and I, I know, believe me, I know what a bottle of Maker's Mark 
looks like it was it had that that candle top on it that red you know the, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah peel yeah. off so um so that's <laughs> he took that body so i'm gonna need this for later oh man that's so so people are freaking crazy they, we've lost their minds uh it's it's, it's how do really, you get in did it say how it's we got a burglar is a burglar they, they they know how to get in that's what they do that's their job to get into your into your house whether they get in through a window a door you know when you don't live in new york city or in the five boroughs you don't have you usually don't have a gate in front of your house you don't usually have gates on your window you know like i i i remember having my co-op i was on the third floor i had a this big steel gate in front of us because we had um what are the fire escape a fire escape there and um you know i had that gate there and i had a, a triple lock crazy crazy lock you know because you know when you were a cop and you, you respond to burglaries all the time you know you you know you could do an evaluation when you look at somebody's house like if i had to go to your room right now i'd say you're safe you know you're good nobody as soon as they open that window <laughs> there's nothing see, in here they <laughs> see the toys they, <laughs> my raiders helmet <laughs> yeah yeah the raiders helmet they're gonna be like uh this is a special needs guy in here. Guy. <laughs> yeah. leave, leave his toys alone. <laughs> found out how old I was. Like, really? He's that old? Just... Uh, uh, thank you, Ryan Investigative Group. That's Bill Ryan. He says another great show. Bill, are you going to get one of these tracking devices? And uh, is that an idea to stick them on the person you're looking for his car, so you don't have to get up that early? You could just pick up pick up the chase when you get out of the house, whenever you feel like it. I think that would cut down a lot of time now. PI work is getting much easier. Single mom of four. Uh, where do you go? Uh, the lady is a tramp. You only need sound to shock someone's system. Get a gun that shoots blanks loudly. Scream. For, yeah, I know. But if you're going through all that trouble, why not just get a real gun? Yeah, get a real gun at that point. Like, why? What happens if they call your bluff on it? What do you, yeah. Alex Baldwin? Like Alex Baldwin should have had a one with blanks in it. <laughs> well, he was supposed to. Yeah, he was supposed to have one with blanks. Yeah, in yeah. It. That guy's in a world of shit. Um, don't touch Ray's toys. That's what Peter Pranzo says. <laughs> Maria Green, it's dangerous. Uh, single mom of four is talking to Maria Green. It's dangerous here in Tennessee because of others who just got out of jail wanting to cause more issues. Yeah, I don't even know why they ever let anybody out of jail. <laughs> you being serious, Mark? You, uh, there's got to be an end game. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think we should. You know, I think, I think if you if you do if you commit a crime enough that you should be in jail, there should be different levels of population. You know, there should be the first layer, layer of population where it's all really good people. They would never hurt it or fly, and then it's people that. Eh, you get into a, you could live in that area over there, but you got to get out by sundown. And then there's another. The third area is just just prison, straight up prison. Just you can't get out. We got to go visit you. You know, because you've seen evil. You've seen people that are just pure evil. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we see it, and it's it's part of the job. But we also see it. We read about it on TV every single day. I mean, the the person robbing the mother with the son right there, getting the what kind of animal does that? Well. You're robbing a mother. You put the gun to the child's head. I mean, those two guys are gonna get caught. One guy's with a with a plain face. There, they're gonna get caught. The guy in the uh, going run running in there and robbing somebody. Uh, the deli, he's gonna get caught too because his stupid friend pulled his uh 
his mask down. Is thank God for stupid people like that. They're gonna get caught. You don't show your face on TV, and uh, and somebody even if it's a goof. I remember having people sitting there. I had these group of girls one day sitting there looking at um, mug shots and on the computer, and one was calling the other over. Oh look, 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 look. And, <laughs> And uh, so I come over. I'm I'm working. I come over to look too. I said, "Who's that? Is that so and so? Oh no, no, no. That's this guy. We know him from over here." And then they started telling me all about that guy. It wasn't the guy I had a case on, but we just just write down everything. Now we got information on this guy. You know, for the next time he commits a crime. Oh my god. What do we got here? Single mama for you have to call their bluff. I realized that last year at the ATM, I asked him once to move back. He wouldn't. So I drew my knife and held him there until cops came. Wow. Single mama for with the knife action. I like knives, by the way. It's very intimate. <laughs> no, I don't I do, want to be stabbed. I don't uh, want to. I be... love my. Ah. Uh... Uh, knives. I, I would be in the first category. I don't. I, I would never hurt a fly. Speaking man. of knives, I was talking about weird when you watch like a an old western and the cowboys, like the outlaws, would let other dudes they go to the barber shop and have them like give them those razor cuts. It's like why would you do that? Why would you trust another person, especially if you're an outlaw, to like shave you with mm -hmm. uh, that sharp blade next to your face? You understand how yeah. many barbers could have killed those outlaw cowboys and they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like, a scene with uh, in the movie um, Untouchables with Al Capone's getting getting uh, yeah. the shave there, and they come really close all it's the time. Like, yeah, I don't know if they, I don't know if that's just a Hollywood thing if that really happened in the old days, but it seems like that's the most. I like like if I'm a horrible guy and I know people want to kill me, I'm like I might use an Oracle shaver and just handle this myself. I might yeah, just, yeah. I might just. Have uh, you ever gotten a shave though? No, I've never gotten a shave. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. Oh really? You talk about so your baby, like a baby's butt, man. So soft, your skin, because they go up and you know first they go down, then they go up, then they go. But they really get like it's the most, it's the best. You you feel like a kid again. You haven't your skin hasn't been that soft in years, brother. Oh really? All right, I gotta yeah, try one sometime. Let's see what I got here. Oh, we don't know about that. You know, does anybody know about the Jesse Smollett sentencing? I wanted, I had that on there. He was supposed to get sentenced today. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know what happened. It was already 5, 6 o'clock at night. And um, he's still proclaim, uh, proclaiming his innocence, by the way. I, somebody should tell him. Somebody needs to tell him, say, listen, my friend, whether you you were found guilty, you could proclaim your innocence from here to eternity, you're always yeah. going to be known as guilty, you know, until you can prove otherwise. And I don't think he's going to prove otherwise, you know. Um, he's. Uh, I think he's pretty much doomed. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Kathy Bates. I just can't imagine with you a baseball bat. Baseball bats are good too. That's a pretty intimate object. <laughs> Why do you like the intimist? I like. I love intimacy. Well, you're man. a big guy. I bet you were good at fighting even before you were a police officer. I was very good at fighting. <laughs> I grew up there where you live now. I grew up in Astoria. There's a lot of people who got knocked out by me. Um, I was a different person back then. I'm much nicer, much gentler, much kinder. Yeah, I heard you were a break dancer. I heard you talking about being a break dancer back in the day. I, I yeah, admit, I, 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 I can't see you being that smooth with the the moves. Like, yeah, are you uh, kidding me? You seem more like a brute guy. Well, uh, there, it was an evolution. I, when I was a kid in school, 14, 15, 16, that's when break dancing popped off. And uh, I was probably one of the better ones.
Um, it's bef- and then, you know, I, as I got older, you start hanging out more, drinking more, partying more, and the next thing you know, you start looking for fights. We used to play this game. You ever play this game uh, when uh, when you were a teenager in um, you know, in Cleveland? You ever play this game in Cleveland when you were a teenager called uh, What the fuck are you looking at? You ever do that? Standing on the corner? No, but I've I've had people come over here. Yeah, uh, straighten out your face. I, I lived in New York that? City a long time. I've seen that a lot on the subways. Just people are like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? It doesn't matter. Uh, it's like, hey, and to all you people that are in the chat, if you ever go to New York City and so just even if they're talking to you, pretend like they're not talking to you. Like just yeah. pretend indifference and it'll stop. I've never been punched, but I've had people like yell, like, hey, what are you looking at? It's like just ignore them, ignore them. Single mama four. I couldn't have a gun because I'm a felon. That's why I carry a knife for protection, Mark the mail. I okay, so now we know. Single mama four. Thanks for letting So you're saying it. single mama four should never have been let out of jail, Mark? No, listen, I was kidding. What you, yeah, what are you don't saying? pay don't pay attention to anything I say. <laughs> but um what I'm saying is that I like knives better. I really, really I like the up close and personal thing with a knife. Uh, Plus I took I took combat. Um I took which Filipino martial arts, which is called Kali. And I was I got really into knife knife fighting. A lot of the moves that you do is it's it's either with a bladed weapon. And um I took classes with Danny Inasanto, which if you ever saw the saw the movie, what was it? Um Alpha Blood uh Steven Seagal's movie when uh, who, who killed Bobby Lupo? Who 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 was in that movie, folks? Who um what was the name of that one? Alpha Justice, who killed Bobby Lupo, remember? I vaguely I remember he Well had, anyway, there was a guy named Sticks. And he was playing pool. And he, the guy goes, um, Will Forsyth goes, get him sticks. And he and he, and he takes the stick and he then he just starts going like this. Steven Seagal could have never gotten that guy was the best knife fighter ever. And I took classes with him. And um, you know, obviously I don't know what I'm doing anymore, but at one time I was pretty proficient in it. Have you ever been attacked with a knife? No, thank God. I mean, uh, other than practicing, we used to practice with with nov- rubber knives. And what happened to brass knuckles? I remember, like when we were a kid, brass knuckles were supposed to be like a big deal. Like that was like the uh, one of the big things. It was whippets yeah. and brass knuckles. Where brass knuckles seem to kind of go away. Are they still out there somewhere? Uh, I don't. I don't like the brass knuckle thing because you know you could really do some serious damage. I mean, if it's somebody that obviously is a perpetrator and they're attacking you, and you have brass knuckles, that's good. But um, most of the time, people that carry brass knuckles, they're on the, the dishing end. And I don't like that. <laughs> the, yeah, I get that. They're very rarely would you have that for protection. Like, I would have got ah, in case somebody like if a cop like search, if you do something wrong, a cop like searches you and they find brass knuckles. You're probably thinking this guy's probably an asshole if he has brass knuckles. Am I assuming correctly? Yeah, yeah. I just had an. I have a childhood thing with the brass knuckles, and every time I think about it, it's. I, I, I just want to distance. I'm. I'm always thank God that I, I. I never hit that person with the brass knuckles. That was one of the smartest things I ever did. But it's a long story, and I don't want to get into it. But I had. I had. I had them on me. Um, Kathy Bakes, Mark, you said you've been to Springfield before, Massachusetts. Yeah, absolutely. I've been up there plenty of times doing comedy. Yeah. I'm sure Ray has as well. Yeah, I've been up there a bunch too. Not the to- nicest city. I like the Basketball Hall of Fame, but that city is uh, kind of beaten up. What is it? Another one over there is Manchester, right? Isn't there? A, where, where's the Funny Bone in Manchester, right? Oh um, no, no, that's that's Connecticut. 
the funny bone is up there in in the Massachusetts, right? As soon as no, no, funny bones in uh, Connecticut. Uh, what was that? Why am I blanking on it? Goots has a show there. The the funny bone up in Connecticut. Mark is a Hong King phony. Fooey. Oh, Hong King Fooey. <laughs> I thought you said Hong Kong Fooey. I remember yeah, remember <laughs> yeah. that? The dog that did karate? Yeah, Hong Kong Fooey, the number Bridgeport. one. Bridgeport. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Isn't that where the funny part? Hartford, okay. Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, there you That's go. where it is. Oh, I'll yeah. be in Springfield, Illinois, uh, on the April 30th at uh Chesapeake Theater. What what do you say? Just oh, he got a hundred cent smaller to 150 days. What is that? It says he's already got time. Did he even uh, listen, he I didn't think they were gonna give him any days, so um Yeah, he just kept sticking to that story when it's a like video of him like literally handing them money, being like, Hey, well, he's come a narcissist. Here and <laughs> yeah. He's a narcissist. You know, I've been around people uh, through the job working as a detective that they 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 could lie to you with a straight face, never break it, they truly believe it. Um, and in this guy, he created a memory in his head that that uh, that's what happened, and he'll never be able, he'll never ever ever break. I don't think. And that's why he's a good actor, man. That's if he, if he's willing to stick to a story, like he can commit to a character and just run with it. That's yeah. who you want to hire for acting. It's like this is who you are, and then like yeah, I'm gonna. That's who I am. He had a privilege back. I think they come from a family of performers. So he's been performing his sister as well since they were little kids. His parents, uh, somewhere they were raised as entertainers. I think they were all entertainers in some fashion. And he's a really talented guy. But along with that is it, they never really had um, like a normal childhoods. They didn't have friends that they went to hang out with. It was from what I read and it was always him and his sister. So um, they have, they don't have a real sense of, of, what the world is like, you know, with everything. And especially when you become famous, you know, then you just insulating yourself even more. So that's why in his head, he thought this was a good idea. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, if you become famous, like I, I think it was Bill Burr that was talking about that, like Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. like there's no one ever around to tell you, no, that's not a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, like everything, like you've never been told no. So even yeah, if you're okay. not going to follow through with it, it's nice to be told no every once in a while. You know, like if, if I had my mind set on doing something, I'm going to do it. Great show, guys. Mark and Ray. I've got to go. Bye, Single Mama 4. Thanks for sharing with us tonight. Um, take care of that grandbaby. We're, we're uh, single Mama 4, uh, thank you. I kind of want to know what happened that she was a uh, found, but I mean, she's got to go. So. Well, get her put her on your show. You got a show, too. Yeah, we're, we're, we're Single gonna Mama. Yeah. Okay, so we don't have much time. Twitter, I just wanted, I, I wanted to talk about the Batman. I don't know how many people here have seen it. I went to see it the other night by myself. Like they said, the movies had. Did you see it yet? No, I did not see it. Really? With all the freaking toys you got behind you. You didn't go see Batman <laughs> the first first freaking 15. I would have figured you would have been the first in line to go see it. What's the matter with you? No, you just, no, I, I didn't. I've been watching. Uh, I just started watching Ozark and I've been watching it nonstop. I just discovered it like two weeks ago. And I watched. Uh, I'm up to like episode eight in the first season or nine. I enjoy it. I like it. I got to get back to it. But just a little bit about this movie is very, very dark. Okay. Um, I don't think the sun, you don't see the sun once in the whole movie, I don't think. 
That's all the Batman movies. I remember I was into the Michael Keaton ones when I was a kid. Yeah, but at least he went to parties. You see, this guy, this this Batman, they took away his nightlife. This Batman, he doesn't go out. He doesn't have that other side of his personality where he um, he's pretending like he's this, you know, uh, ladies man, you know, that goes to parties and all that time. Because he plays that kind of ladies man guy to cover. So nobody believes that he's the Batman. This guy. He does a great job, Robert Pattinson, but he sulks. I mean, he's he's never in a good mood. He's just he's just the Batman. He's got a lot of responsibilities. Yeah, I he's mean, got he's got a lot said, of things going on, Mark. The opening movie, the 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 first line of the movie is two years of um, working at night. He can't sleep now. Um, he works all night when he works. I mean, you know, talking about being up all night, you know catching bad guys i didn't really care for the uh, the person that they picked for penguin or the riddler but that's just me i've heard some people like them um it's long i learned a lot more about batman than i really wanted to know and i'm interested in other people's opinion i don't know if anybody has seen it yeah i just watched the ones when we were kids and like like the toby mcguire Will always be. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's, will always it's, be the Spider Man to me, and Michael Keaton will always be the Batman to me. You, you know what I mean? Like that's just what I know. Like the generation before us was Adam West was their Batman. And, yeah, yeah, Adam West. That's a different one. That was campy, but I like that one too. Uh, Maria Green, if you was an actor, that film or series you would like to to be in, Mark. Um. Would I have liked to have been in? Is that what you're asking me? If I would have liked to be in Batman? Yeah, of course. I'll be in anything. Yeah, I'll be in Ernest Goes to whatever. <laughs> like, I, if you put me in a movie, I'll hang out with Carrot Top in a movie. Just put me in, I can use the money. Put me in Nikki, a movie. Yeah, of course. Nikki Bella, Mark, uh, Juicy, Juicy Smoulet, right? Sentenced to five months in jail and hate crime hoax. Well, you know, may, maybe when he's in jail, you know he's gonna he's gonna realize. I think I did something wrong now. Gina G, with the ten dollars super sticker. There you go. Thank thank you so much. Let's just get to the bottom of these comments here before we sign out. I can't believe the hours went by so fast. Dang it. We're very entertaining, Mark. <laughs> Everybody wants to be Batman. Yeah, I would have. You know what it was cool about the movie? Because I don't want to say what was really cool about it is because Batman is a guy. He's a man. He's not a superhero. He doesn't have superpowers. He's just, and when he walks into just the club, a rich dude. When he walks into the club and the music's pounding and the bouncer tells him, uh, no, you can't get in, the way he punches that freaking guy and then he walks through the club and he's just like, whoa. And you could feel like, and he's just beating people up because he's angry, this guy. He's really, he's got vengeance in his mind. I thought he's supposed to be a nice guy. He's supposed to be Batman. He's well, supposed this to be is, on the this, people's side. This is the, this is the uh, club uh, that where all the bad people hang Michael out. Michael Keaton didn't. Punch. Oh, this is this is not Michael Keaton. There's nothing. Can, Applebee's. This what, guy, Michael Keaton walking to Applebee's and like, what do you mean that happy hour's over? This guy's <laughs> violent, man. Patty L, just so you know, Ray. You want to read Patty L's comment, Ray? Yeah, yeah. What's up? Patty, Patty Mark is so handsome and funny. Great combo, Mark. <laughs> there you See go. how I had you read that one? <laughs> and yeah. he's a dick. Why'd you make me do that? <laughs> Lady and the Tramp. I love Spider-Man. He's quiet over in the corner and his wheels are turning. I like Spider-Man too. 
But for some reason, the dark side, uh, I'm, atta- I'm attracted to that dark side with um, with the Batman, but not this dark. I mean, this was def- It was really, really dark. I mean, it's so dark, you can't even get a good look at the Batmobile. Like most, which to me would have been stupid because you want to be able to sell the Batmobile and the motorcycle that the Catwoman drives. Uh, they ride around on his, his motorcycle. But you can't. It's Is so dark. everywhere? Like, remember the Michael It's Keaton always Batman? nighttime. He only there's comes out at night. Fog. Remember there's always fog in at least the old ones? Yeah, there's fog. and it's, There's fog. It, the, and cars, <laughs> the car, the only thing you see is the flame coming out of the back, which is pretty cool. You could feel the power of it, but you never really get, like, it's not like when they unveiled the tumbler, where, you know, um, what's the guy's name? They're in the basement there. Uh, Morgan Freeman, he he, un, he pulls the wrap off the tumbler and you see it, and then he starts driving it around the lit basement, and you can see the car, and little kids want to buy that car. Nah, this this one, you don't even really, you don't get to see it. You, it's so dark. And, and the other thing that I liked about the old Batman movies, uh, the Seal song, remember? Like, uh, I've been kissed on a rose on the thorn. Ah. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was great music back then. There's so many things a man can tell you. You know, when I hear you sing, I think to myself, you should sing solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a horrible singer. I know Solo that that nobody could hear you. Oh, (laughs) I see what you're doing there. Hey, uh, like I mentioned earlier when we first started, I'll close out with this. uh, Play ball, lockout ends. Major League Baseball is back, folks. And they're going to play a full season. You know, Ray, I, uh, I doubted you, but you came through. I wouldn't doubt you in any other thing except for talking about police stuff. Uh, and I remember one time, we'll close out on this. I remember one time that you were in a jam. What happened to you? You had a suspended license or something? No, I was in a car accident. Um, no, I, I wasn't able to drive because uh, I had to see a neurologist for uh, for a while to get cleared. But, yeah, no, everything worked out. Everything worked out. Yeah, because I remember, like, you know, as a cop, you, you get a lot of calls from friends. And sometimes people that you don't know that well, hey, and they want to ask you for advice. And, you know, you you were great, man. You were really humble, you know, and um, and uh, I hope I helped you, you know. Yeah, no, everything. Uh, yeah, everything's uh, everything's fine. We. Yeah, I mean, we're running out of time, but I could. <laughs> I don't, it's a long story. I won't even get into it. It's nothing to do with me. I should have. Uh, I should have started with it, man. I forget. But yeah, it's all. It's it's all good. But I'm happy. No. I'm, ha- I'm happy that I was there for you. Lord knows, I try to avoid that phone call for as long as I can. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Ray. Um, you are a great guest, uh, folks. Bill is coming on at nine o'clock. He's got a, a show about the mafia cops and uh, how bad they were and stuff like that. And uh, if you paid attention tonight, listen, if you're out there and you feel like you have a stalker, check your stuff, check, check your pockets, check your purse, check underneath your car. If you have a bike, if you feel like somebody's following you, they keep popping up. They know where you are. Um, you know, get one of those wands, you know, and, 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 and look for those tracking devices because that's pretty scary stuff. And I hope I helped with that. And uh, Ray, thank you for joining me. Thanks, man. Uh, um, if, it, if it's all right, I'll, I'll plug my Twitter, my podcast. And oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. I was yeah. going to do it on the way up. But, um, all right. Okay. Uh, Rock Bottom is your podcast. Rock Bottom with Ray DeVito. Yeah. You've been on it a couple times. But, uh, yeah, yeah. 
And you have your dates, uh, your comedy dates on RayDeVito.net. Yeah. And, um, yeah, a lot of people online here. Follow me on Twitter, at RayDeVito. If you Google my name, you'll see all my stuff. And, uh, yeah, I had, I had a good time, man. Yeah, man. I, I'm happy that uh, you came on. And, um, you know, you're I hate it. I'm no Joe DeVito. I got to. No, listen. It's a, uh, a burden only... I, I got to live with. <laughs> it's 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 the only thing is like you know because when you're doing this type of uh, content, you know there's there's room and stories to be like kind of sort of you know to, to joke around about and then there's some stories that you're like, you know you really don't want to be making you know people get upset you know comedians hanging out together we could say anything cops hanging out together you could say anything comedian and cops hanging out together you could say anything civilians might not get some of the jokes because they're dark you know some of the jokes are pretty dark but that's like our defense mechanism. they're dark like the new batman very there dark you go. this batman very he's dark. very dark this guy he's no michael keaton thanks so much everybody don't forget um ray devito he's got his own podcast it's called rock bottom with ray devito check it out i'm going to put up a um a thing on on the on the, um on my social media so you guys could you could check it out with a link and thank you for everybody for tuning in tonight. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you, Ray. Uh, oh, enjoy the rest of the night. Me, Later, brother. Bye. All right. Peace, buddy. Bye, everybody.